Hello Sunflowers, I am Estrian Danzel. Welcome to the Garden of Eden. This podcast is about self-love, authenticity, and gratitude. Join me as I openly share my journey of self-discovery, healing, and mental renewal. I venture daily through my imperfections, aspiring to become my best self with the sincere hope of inspiring others to boldly and relentlessly do the same. Hey everyone, welcome back, welcome back to my podcast. Uh, Thank you again for joining me on this journey. I honestly appreciate everyone who has listened and shared and who support me in this journey. You know, it's all love. I'm very grateful. I'm very humbled. And I hope that I continue to inspire you as I share my journey. Today, I want to share a little bit about my ongoing struggle with mental illness and uh, some of the steps that I've personally taken towards my healing. Um, So I hope you're inspired. Where can I start? Um, So a few years ago, (laughs) I was just fed up of my own behavior all around it was terrible it was awful i legit could not understand why i was behaving the way i'd been behaving and seeming to just get worse or why i was doing and accepting the things that at my very core i knew i couldn't tolerate it was literally making me sick in my mind i had never pictured myself living the way that i was i had absolutely no memory of ever aspiring to be this way from childhood like what was i even doing you know i i felt like i felt like i was at rock bottom I was way out of control of my life in the most dangerously subtle way. I wasn't living my life. I was existing in a space of uncertainty that just wasn't safe. Eventually going straight into survival mode. You know, if if you've ever been to a water park, any any water park because i have been to a few you would know that they they all have this this course this water course that is just an easy flowing water course with a slow current that just goes around the entire park in a loop you could enter several points there are several points of entry but wherever you enter 
you could just be carried away with the flow you know you're riding the in the blow up donuts they have the individual ones where you can ride by yourself or the double ones that that look like a number eight where you could ride with someone else you know what i'm talking about yeah i'm sure you all know uh they usually call them easy river or lazy river or something so or the other well <laughs> that was the story of my life that was absolutely my life in a state of complete depression and disdain where i was allowing life's easy river to just take me around and around and around in a circle going nowhere repeating the same behaviors with no purpose no intention no plans nothing um it really really became so repetitive and so redundant and so unfulfilling that i just couldn't even do it anymore i just couldn't do it anymore i literally could not do it anymore but then even for a while when i thought that it couldn't get any worse cuz remember i said i felt like i was already at rock bottom right when i i felt like i needed a change and i wanted a change i did the stupidest thing figuratively i came out of my donut held it in my arm and tried to go against the flow to go against the current to just just push myself against that flow <laughs> and um if you know these courses these easy rivers you know that the current is not it's not as strong it's it's a very quiet current that you could find yourself slipping away in just cruising along comfortable even <laughs> but going against it is foolish it's difficult it doesn't benefit you it's no fun to do you know it just exhausts you it makes you tired and you also just call unnecessary attention to yourself putting up a front in a losing battle cuz everybody else seems to be enjoying the lazy ride along this lazy river course and you just have this donut in your arm trying to be you know unlike everybody else <sighs> that exhausted me and it got me nowhere far 
you know people were passing me in the loop again and again and I got nowhere going against the tide nowhere going against the current because I was going backward <laughs> that didn't help my life it made absolutely no sense to do it wasn't until I decided to get out of the water and plant myself steadily on the bank that I really that I was able to truly see that this was not what my life was supposed to be like and I was actually able to begin my growth and my healing on the bank and blossom and live and do what it is I wanted to do with my life. I would get up early every day, go to work, force myself through the weekday, but still never leave when it was time because I just didn't look forward to ever going home. I would make excuses about traffic and by the time I did get home, I would just eat cereal, which was my comfort food at the time, fall asleep in my work clothes, wake up in the morning and repeat the cycle all over again. And before you ask or think, yes, I showered. <laughs> Body odor wasn't a problem I wanted to have in the corporate world, especially for someone like me who wanted to appear as normal as possible. As a matter of fact, I took great pride in putting myself together for work every day. Full face of makeup, nails done, heels, pantyhose, perfume. If you saw me in the streets, the thought would never cross your mind that I wished to die daily and contemplated ways that I could actually execute my death without seeming that I had cowered out of life. You couldn't possibly know of how badly I struggled with anxiety about the things in my life that I couldn't control or how I struggled with wanting to appear acceptable enough to be considered good by societal standards. <laughs> you wouldn't know that I was unhappy with my life in general and even with my body you know, and I eat junk daily just to find comfort in my day. My life was awful and I absolutely hated living it. But most people couldn't tell. The only person who kept me from doing what I thought 
I wanted to do was my Z. For those of you who don't know, that is my not-so-baby girl who you might hear me refer to that way often. She was my only light at the end of what seemed like an eternally dark tunnel. Oftentimes I would be driving my car either to or from work and the man that God just take me. I was totally fed up. What was even my purpose? Why was I even created for him to have me living life like this? Yeah, <laughs> I blame God too. <laughs> I blame him for having me living this crappy life that I'd never imagined for myself, but somehow ended up doing anyway, making stupid ass choices and not even knowing why. Like the stupid ass choice to be in a situationship with a textbook narcissist who became the bane of my very existence. Now, to be fair to me, if that is even possible at this point, at the time, I did not know what narcissism was and I had never experienced anything like it before. All I knew is I somehow hitched a ride on an emotional roller coaster that I just couldn't seem to get off of, even when I tried many times. But that shit is going to take an entire episode to unpack, and today ain't his day. So, I digress. I was unhappy. And it continued to show up in my relationships and all my interactions with people. I became insecure. I was always moody, unsettled, anxious, just an overall grouchy. Yeah, it was really bad. Everything in my damn life was out of alignment at this point and I just couldn't stand it any longer. I honestly wish I could say I turned my life around cold turkey, but so much had to happen for me to even begin manifesting positive changes. Like I said earlier, I tried to go against the tide instead. But this growth path is definitely not a straight or clear one. It's just not easy, no? <laughs> Anyway, my discontentment with life became intolerable and overpowering. If I didn't do something, anything, to make some kind of change, I felt like I would finally give in to my thoughts. So I started to admit out loud that I was depressed to myself and then eventually to other persons close to me who I believed would understand and support me. Because before, I used to try to convince myself that it was something I could easily manage and overcome. But it was clearly much worse than even I was willing to admit. I told my then husband, my big sister, 
uh, one of my really good friends who at the time was actually a new and budding friendship but she was just so candid and straightforward she's brilliant gorgeous confident and very open about her own mental health struggles with bipolar disorder our friendship was birthed off of a social media post and has since developed into one of the most meaningful and beautiful connections i've made to this date when i discovered that she was diagnosed with bipolar disorder that she she appeared to be fearlessly unashamed of and extremely candid about it felt like god sent her so i could recognize that what was happening to me wasn't anything to hide or be ashamed of and also to remind me that i was not alone in my struggle she really supported me as a friend without judgment which is precisely what I needed at the time. She listened to me. She counseled me. She would even reprimand me when necessary when she found that I would only be complaining but not taking any action because it did take a lot of conversations and convincing for me to begin to take active steps towards improving my mental health. It was hard it was hard, 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 hard for me to admit that I was so far gone that I might actually need professional help. <sighs> yeah. Even... Even when I started therapy, it was difficult for me to truly unpack all the things that would be going on in my mind and life on constant replay that added to the deterioration of my well-being. I held back so much because I was embarrassed. I was mortified by the thought of people knowing I was mentally ill because I was conditioned to believe that things like that only happened to certain people. I thought it was it I thought it meant that I was weak, that I was broken, that something was wrong with me and I couldn't stand the thought of being seen that way by other people. Especially growing up in church when some Christians would make you think you're possessed by the devil himself and unworthy if you mentioned any mental health is illness, it was like you needed to be exercised. Shame really keeps us in bondage, we. <laughs> it really, really does. It really isolates us and, and makes us feel alone even when we are the victims in, in a situation. It's, it's just, it's crazy. I, I am so thankful that by the grace of God, I was able to take steps towards my healing. It definitely wasn't an overnight thing and it has taken me 
a lot of work to get to where I am now. Work like therapy, coaching, self-help reading, meditation, affirmations, regular exercising, drawing closer to God through relationship and not religion. Don't even get me started on the religious trauma that I've endured. <laughs> like, don't get me started. <laughs> but we'll get to that too, eventually. See ya, Talolia. It's a real thing to unpack. <laughs> um, my life now is not perfect. Far from perfect. But I am on my way to greatness and I feel much more aligned with my purpose through prioritizing my healing with my my healing and my growth. I am less worried, much less anxious, and I am generally more grateful and more content. I am here to tell my stories bit by bit because when I was in my own darkness, I never felt more alone. I was so scared to admit that I needed help because I didn't think anyone was going through what I was going through or that anyone cared about my darkness and my struggles. So I just want to remind others that they aren't alone in the course in the easy river i realized that there were persons along the river course that that i that when i was in it that i knew that i loved friends family even some strangers that i could see going through the same motion and the same loop some had been there before i got there and some had joined while I was there. And now I'm on the bank, but I cannot now reach down from the bank into the water and pull anybody out, lest I myself fall back in nor can I call them out of the water. I just have to stay steady, be consistent, stay rooted and continue to grow on the bank and allow them to witness my growth and hope that it inspires them to want the same for themselves and <laughs> and that's what I'm doing you know that's really all I can do <laughs> and that's that's the best that I can do and that is the best that I can be because everybody has to recognize for themselves where they are in their journey and what they 
want to do next. They have to decide for themselves what is their next move. I cannot persuade. I cannot convince. I can simply and only be an example of what I can only be an example of what living authentically is. I can only live my own reality and manifest my best self through growth and I can hope that 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 can encourage others to get out of the water. So it was nice chatting with you and I'll see you all again and the next podcast. Until then, you can feel free to follow my Instagram page at the garden of e.dan, that is e.dan, and on Facebook, you can like my page, garden of e.dan, e.d.a.n. There you will find updates on when the next episode is due, as well as inspiration to get you through the day with grace, one step at a time. Thank you for having me and y'all will hear from me soon.